I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So today, instead of a bunch of little stories like we had yesterday, we are focusing in on two very important stories. One of them is one that I promised I would circle back to, and that is the pact to do with the Amazon rainforest. But before that, we're going to talk about what's new with the Sackler family. So some kind of exciting news has broken in relation to the Sackler family and the opioid crisis. If you guys remember, despite their obvious connection to the opioid crisis and seemingly deliberate fueling of it, they always seem to kind of get off scot-free. They still have billions as a family to live off of in luxury, but they're trying to say that they're bankrupt and that They don't have to pay people they've hurt, and they're able to just put their corrupt company under a new logo and call it square. The American people were kind of miffed by this, and now the Supreme Court is saying, not so fast. They have actually put an official pause on the settlement with the Sackler family while they review the case. This decision, which they will hear arguments for in December, could really set the tone going forward. You see, a lot of big companies have done this before. They have declared bankruptcy in order to shield themselves from having to pay their victims and go through trial after trial after trial. And the Supreme Court is deciding whether or not this practice can continue, as it is widely considered to be a misuse of bankruptcy law. Basically, according to Lindsay Simon, a bankruptcy expert, quote, they're getting one deal to be done, and they get all of the benefit with none of the costs, end quote. In order to fully understand this issue, though, you need to know kind of what torts is. Woof. The last place I ever want to take you guys is to a law school classroom, but hear me out. Torts is defined as essentially any time a person's rights are violated and led to harm of an individual. Oftentimes, these cases have large numbers of victims, though, like plane crashes or chemical spills or a fire caused by negligence, etc., So if the Sacklers are not allowed to use bankruptcy to avoid going to court on all these various lawsuits, then other large corporations will not be allowed to either. And that will set what's called precedent for the future, meaning if something similar happens, they will reference this Supreme Court decision in order to guide what they do next. It sets the tone and it establishes how such cases will be handled going forward. 
One problem with the Supreme Court doing this in this instance, however, is that the plaintiffs in this case were going to be getting some large payouts from the Sacklers, payouts that they desperately need. And now that has been put on hold while they settle this issue in the Supreme Court. And let's just say that they vote against the Sacklers. This means that these individuals may have to go and sue the Sacklers and their companies all over again and basically fracture all these lawsuits into a bunch of smaller ones, which would only further delay any restitution. The people are tired, y'all, and they're tired of delays. They're tired of corruption. They're tired of fighting for what's right and seeing no results. So while this definitely feels like a good step in some ways by the Supreme Court, because it seems more fair at the end of the day, it could mean justice delayed for those who are in most need. We'll definitely keep you guys posted on how things go this December. And for our second story today, like I mentioned at the top, we are going to be circling back around to the Amazon Rainforest Pact. Okay, so as promised, I'm circling back. And basically, I wanted to let you guys know about this headline last week because it is such a big deal and it's so exciting. But now we are going to jump into the details. As we know, deforestation of the rainforest has grave effects on the ecosystem of our whole planet, especially those surrounding communities, though. And this pact seeks to prevent some of the worst effects. So what exactly would the consequences be of wiping out the entire Amazon rainforest? And how will this pact seek to stop it? What exactly does the pact say and do? Let's get into the details. So first and foremost, let's discuss the effects of wiping out the rainforest. According to Britannica, the Amazon rainforest is known as the quote-unquote lungs of the planet. They drink in that carbon dioxide and they pump out that oxygen that helps keep us humans alive. According to Discovery, the Amazon rainforest could be accountable for as much as 20% of the world's oxygen supply. What's more, this rainforest in particular plays a key role in reducing pollutant levels. Basically, getting rid of the rainforest would accelerate all of the effects of climate change across the whole planet because of the rainforest's role in keeping our air clean and breathable for human bodies. Additionally, the medical field would see a big hit as well because many of the world's pharmaceuticals that we depend on are produced with plants grown in this part of the world. Treatment for 121 prescription drugs, including those that treat leukemia and glaucoma, are sourced there in the Amazon rainforest, according to Earth Reminder. Locally speaking, Getting rid of the rainforest would also cause more flooding and mudslides. The area would likely stay wet as it always has been, but without those trees to hold the earth together, landslides would become much more common and extremely dangerous for local communities. What's more, the ecosystem at large would take a massive hit because, as we know, ecosystems are very fragile. And when these diverse species are no longer having a place to live, they will die, and so will the ecosystem itself. So there are effects of losing the rainforest that will be felt 
both near and far. So what are we going to do to save what's left? Well, led by the country of Brazil, a pact has been signed by eight different nations pledging to work together to preserve what is left of the Amazon rainforest. So what exactly is that going to look like? What is the fine print? How will they accomplish this? What exactly have they pledged to do? We all know signing contracts is easy, but doing the actual work is hard. So here are some of the things that these nations have signed on to do that will help with the deforestation. First and foremost, coordinate policing to crack down on illegal mining and lodging. They need to enforce the laws that are already in place. This is a pervasive problem where people are trying to make an extra buck at our planet's expense. So this pact resolves to use their combined resources to crack down on this illegal activity. Secondly, something else the pact is going to do is pool funds for development to replace what has been lost of the rainforest and push for conservation of what's left. And this project in this piece of the pact will provide additional employment for people in the surrounding communities as well. So it's kind of a win-win. Good for the economy, good for the planet. And one more thing that this pact is going to do is it creates Amazon-specific climate panels with scientists who will solely study this rainforest and strive to find better ways of protecting her and basically monitor how these conservation efforts are going and what they can be doing better. Now, Brazil's leader wanted some of the other countries to sign a pact to end deforestation by 2030 just stop it entirely. Brazil and a handful of other Amazon nations have had to agree to this or decided to agree to this back in 2021. But the outliers did stop short of agreeing to that, which is disheartening. But at the end of the day, if these nations can stick to this plan and really hone in on the key issues and tackle them, I think this could be a great turning point for conserving the Amazon rainforest. But again, It's reliant not on words, but rather on actions. So let's see what they can do. Okay, I lied. I totally forgot that I had a third story prepared for you guys. It is a brief one, but I thought it was super interesting. I've been seeing headlines on this subject and thought I would break it down because this is a pop culture topic. And I thought maybe you guys didn't have time to go down this rabbit hole. But let's discuss the evolving views on Disney princesses. So views of feminism are shifting right now, and that shift is being reflected onto our Disney princesses. Rachel Ziegler, who played the iconic Maria in the recent interpretation of West Side Story, spoke out about the possibility of an upcoming live version of Snow White where she would be playing Snow White. She said, quote, she's not going to be saved by the prince and she's not going to be dreaming about true love. She is dreaming about becoming the leader she knows she can be and the leader that her late father told her that she could be if she was fearless, fair, brave, and true, end quote. But women online were immediately clapping back against these comments, deeming them actually anti-feminist. One TikToker said of the comments, quote, criticizing Disney princesses is not feminist. Not every woman is a leader. 
Not every woman wants to be a leader. Not every woman craves power and that is okay. It is not anti-feminist to want to fall in love or to want to get married or to want to stay home, to be soft, to want to be a homemaker. None of these things make you less valuable of a person or a woman, end quote. And I think this dialogue really reflects a shift that we are seeing more broadly in society, that true feminism means women get choices. And who will you choose to be? That is solely and most importantly up to you. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh, oh.